Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Reminding you why we all love living in coastal Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. Listen, uh, we are very, very lucky to have leaders in the law enforcement community all across coastal Mississippi. And uh, Chief John Miller from the Biloxi Police Department is no exception to that rule. I mean, it will we'll get him back in the next couple of weeks because there's so much more to talk about. Um, he's, a, he's a terrific leader, and I enjoy spending time with him. Hey, so now let's shift gears. Uh, I'm really excited to have... Uh, Nina Parikh, the director of the Mississippi Office Film Office, here with us again. Uh, we've enjoyed spending time with her before. And Nina, when I look at your last name, do I say it right when I say Parikh? It's perfect. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I was saying that right. Um, I sort of remember it, but I just wanted wanted to really make sure. A uh, lot going on in your office these days. We'll, we'll talk about the 50th anniversary of the film office and uh, other things. But you know what's on everybody's mind today is a writer strike. And uh, I've been spending more time, I bet you have too, in, in artificial intelligence, in my case, uh, maybe chat GPT, and just trying to understand what it's all about. And I've, <laughs> I've done a lot of exploration over the last few weeks, and I'm literally blown away. So I can understand why the writers are deeply concerned about this, and um, I get it. I wonder how that's going to play out. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and it's not just the writers now, it's the actors too. So, um, you know, their likenesses are being captured and then reproduced and um you know what does that look like for the future as well um you know they're standing firm uh against the studios at this point um it's been months now for the writers and i think that this past friday there were some discussions so the studios finally came back and said okay let's talk and the writers um said let's talk but we don't have any results from that yet um it's certainly affecting people's livelihoods across this country um, because projects are not moving forward they're on hold um here in mississippi right now we're you know it's not affecting us too greatly at the moment but we do have projects that would have probably been been in pre-production at this point had it not been for the strike. So they say that they'll be able to move forward. And these aren't studio movies, so <clears throat> they should be okay. They're independent movies um, and seemingly will get waivers from um, SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, to be able to move forward. But, you know, if, if it drags on past September, October, I, I don't know if we're going to get back on get back on board with with filming until maybe early next year. We'll see. Um, but they have a lot to work out. And as you said, I mean, I get it. I get it. Their their creativity and the talents that exist both in the writing and the acting world, worlds are are threatened here with 
computers. <laughs> no, and it's it's very very significant. I have a uh, digital media background. I was a CEO in, in a, uh, creating digital media companies, and I, I put a uh, search in Chat GPT. I just did it while we're sitting here talking, and it's still writing. So I, it's it's so comprehensive that I um, I can't. It's not allowing me to read it yet because it's still writing. But what I put in here was write a a uh, write a strategy for the Mississippi Film Office. That's literally all I said. And so it starts out with Mississippi Film Office plays a crucial role in attracting and supporting film industry within our state to ensure the continued success. It, it is essential to develop conference strategy that focus on key areas of market infrastructure development, talent cultivation, and industry partnerships. And then it really starts to break it down from there, enhancing marketing efforts, strategic strengthening infrastructure, cultivating local talent. It talked about the partnerships, streamlining permitting incentive programs and blah 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 it's literally lengthening all i did was put in that that one query write a strategy for it and it wrote it <clears throat> why would anybody start from scratch anymore because you get this ability to build something you can tailor this you can but it gives you it, it takes you all the best thinking in the world it brings it back to you in a way that says here's here's the way it will work and gosh, I don't know how they're going to sort through it. I swear I don't know how they're going to sort through it. It's it's so complicated, isn't it? It is. It really is. I mean, that's really cool and really scary all at the same time, the, what you just did. Um, I haven't really played with ChatGPT much, um, but I've seen other people do it, and uh, it's immediate. <laughs> I mean, you just It is, and let's look at and it. It's, I mean, if you read that back, you know, if, if somebody else – sent that to me and said, is this your strategy or is this the, a, a description of what your office does? I, yeah. Okay, listen, listen, let, let me just let me show you, just because I know it's intriguing for people who are listening. Under cultivating local talent, it says establish partnerships with local university, colleges, and vocational schools to develop film-related educational programs, internships, and apprenticeships. Encourage the growth of local talent by providing grant scholarships and mentorship opportunities for inspiring filmmakers, actors, and crew members. Organize workshops, seminars, networking events to facilitate knowledge sharing and skill development within the local film industry. It just goes on from there. And literally, it gave it back. Back to me in a microsecond. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to make the world, it's going to make all of us smarter. And, you know, whereas we used to go to Google and search and have to put it all together, it's doing that for us now. And it's giving it back to us in unique words that are now ours. It's, it's, I said, I said the other day, I put in there, I said, write a song about the Mississippi Delta and the Delta mud and how much fun it is. And, it, and literally it wrote a song, a rhyming song about the Mississippi Delta and getting stuck in the mud and how much fun it is and it has choruses and rhymes. And I don't, you know, it, it, this is just the beginning though. My Our world is, will never change. You'll never be the same again. No. It won't. Um, my hope is is that we use that as a starting point and not the only thing that I know. finds what we say and do. Um, I mean, I have seen examples of me getting emails from people that were clearly not written by them because I know their voice. Um, so it's really interesting. I know. And can't even imagine what this is like for teachers. Okay. Um, okay. Listen to this. Can I... Make this strategy, strategy, hang on a minute, strategy, mine. This is, I'm asking, can I make this strategy mine? 
And it says, of course, feel free to adapt and personalize the strategy to align with your specific objectives, tailoring the strategy, and blah 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 blah. It will be. This is. This can be. New, this belongs to you. It's yours. <laughs> so, and then watch this. This is interesting. Watch this. Thank you. I'm saying this like like I'm dealing with a person. And again, let's see. You're welcome. If you have any more questions or need any further assistance, feel free to ask. Best of luck as you're on your work in the Mississippi Film Office. <laughs> well, I'll say this related to that. Um, we have an event coming up at the end of August, August 25th and 26th, and it is our Film Summit. So we host this every three to four years, and it's an opportunity for us to have some professional de development for the people in our industry, students, emerging filmmakers, um, networking, and then just inspiration as well. Um, one of the workshops that will, our panel discussions will have is on emerging technology, which would include AR, VR, AI, which might include ChatGPT. Um, so we have some experts that will come in and talk about all of that and how that's going to be affecting us and um, and then how do we get work in those areas too so um, well listen there's not a dull moment I mean you're you're a director who burns the midnight oil you care deeply about the film industry in Mississippi you've worked hard on rebate programs and all kinds of things that when sent you've developed partnerships just as I just read a few minutes ago it could have been your plan the plan you have now um, and, you, and the office is celebrating the 50th anniversary Mm -hmm. That's yeah. significant, isn't it? It is. I mean, we're one of the oldest offices in the world, um, believe it or not. I, I don't think that folks think about Mississippi as an innovator in that in the sector of media, but we actually are um, in that sense. Um, so, yeah, some 50, 50 years ago, as of January 17th, um, 1973, uh, we, we had an office established um, by executive order under Governor Waller. Um, Charlie Allen was uh, pulled together a board and, uh, you know, just had a board of these innovative folks. And they thought, you know what, we've got relationships in Los Angeles and um, they, they, they formulated a plan that, you know what, projects can happen outside of Los Angeles. Equipment can move. What if we could use the real locations as, as rather than a studio set? Um, to bring filmmaking to Mississippi, and that's exactly what they set out to do. And it's really interesting. We've been working on a, um, a documentary about the history of filmmaking in the state. I've been talking to uh, Walterine Odom, who was um, really kind of the de facto first director of the office. She she was she kept that board together, uh, kept them organized, um, but she really was the day to day director. And when I talked to her about how they created the foundation for this office and this industry in Mississippi. It's amazing that they, they said it so well, created it so well that we still do those things. We Isn't that awesome? And handed awesome? down and handed down and handed down. And I'm fortunate to be connected to three of the former directors that were here the longest. So really cool. We're talking with Nina Parikh, who's the director of the Mississippi Film Office. And when we come back, we, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, including what's happening in the southern part of the state as it relates to productions. We'll see you after this.
also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. We have my friend Nina Parikh, director of the Mississippi Film Office. And during the break, I was saying, man, we should have we should have scheduled a full show. We'll have Nina back because there's a lot to talk, always a lot to talk about. I mean, one of the reasons why, one of the beauties of celebrating the 50th anniversary of this unique film office, one of the oldest, not the oldest, and you said the world. That's pretty cool that we've been groundbreakers in that respect. Is that it does give you a chance to reflect on. Why Mississippi's film office and why Mississippi in particular, culturally and otherwise, is so special and why this is a great place to film movies and why when directors and producers and film companies come here, they fall in love with this place, don't they? They really do. They really do. I mean, we have people that have moved here because they filmed here. Um, We have people that work here and they create lifelong friendships. Um, For example, we will get calls sometimes from people saying, what's Matthew McConaughey working on in Mississippi? He's not working on anything. I think he's probably here visiting his friends that he made when he was on A Time to Kill. So that happens a lot. Um, It's pretty amazing. Cal Penn also is one, the actor. um, He did a film here called Speech and Debate. Um, I saw on social media, you know, he was eating at a local restaurant and stopping here and there. And, you know, again, he was not working on a movie here. Um, He was just here visiting friends, some friends. So uh, it's pretty incredible. You know, I think that um, I'll use one example, the help. The Help was here um, in 2000, when did that film? 2008, I believe. And one of the things that was so funny to listen to from, from some of the people that were working on it was they could film that anywhere, of course, anywhere in the South. Um, obviously, Catherine Stock is from Mississippi, Taylor's from Mississippi. But a step further than that is that you, you got to be in houses that really those were the houses they were talking about in the book. That's what Catherine Stocker was talking about in the book. These, these style houses, the heat, you know, like you get the heat of the summer. They filmed in the summer. It was authentic. The, the actors could really feel it. And so it adds another layer of authenticity to, to a film um, that you can't recreate on a soundstage. You cannot. Um, so I think that happens more and more. People want want that authentic look, and it adds to the story in a way that you can't really explain in words. Yeah, it, 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 I, I get it. I get it. Um, my friend Steve Azar, you know Steve well, the, the music and cultural ambassador for the state, but his son was involved in a movie called Banality. Uh, you uh, probably let me just see, say, I saw it at the Oxford Film Festival, completely blown away, and used locations in the Delta so beautifully, so beautiful. I, I hope that lots of people see that movie. It was really an important, um, beautiful subject matter, and... Um, it was, gosh, man, it was, <clears throat> it was so extraordinarily well done. Yeah. The, 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 the framing of the scenes 
and the I love the pace. I see the movies that have that kind of pace to me. <clears throat> I love it because it draws you in, and the writing is terrific. the The acting is really good. Um, uh, it's just it's just a it's a good example. But it it really uh, showcases the Delta indirectly because you know it's it's a serious movie. But um, but I, I I felt the same way as you did about it. Just terrific movie. Well, let me say that Steve called our office and he was like, my son has this film that he's trying to do with his friends. And I was just wondering, you know, what kind of help and blah, blah, blah. So in the way that I guess I received that was like, it's just my kid doing this little thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? <laughs> and they basically came for the summer. There wasn't a whole lot we could do in terms of financial support because the budget was so small. Um, so it didn't qualify for the rebate. But um you know, in my mind, based on what Steve said, I'm picturing like a short film that, you know, I, college students, that's kind of what I, and then yeah. cut to the Oxford Film Festival earlier this year, and I sit down to see Strax film, and I was blown away. I thought Steve just undersold this so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, listen, Strack also did a documentary called There's Something in the Water about Steve's work with the Kingsmen, who, as you know, um, are really important. They used to back up B.B. Uh, King, B.B. King's band, band, but a time they spent up at the at the uh, Blues Club there in Indianola, and it's extraordinarily well done. I mean, it's a, and it is, you know, there is something in the water, and the whole movie, the whole documentary is about that, and you could tell that Strack was super talented when he did that. Yeah, and I now you see banality it. and you say, my goodness, man, this kid is off the charge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely an artist for sure. He Tremendous got, got all the creative energy from from his dad and I suppose his mom as well. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, they're they're a power couple for sure. Um, listen, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about some of the projects that are happening in the southern part of the state. So what we're going to do is I'll get Cammy to reach back out to you, and we will reschedule time that we can spend some quality time together. In the meantime, actually, go play with some AI. I and will. Let's, let's uh, talk about some of your observations about yeah. that when we come back the next time we talk. I'm going to use it to build my intro for our panel about emerging technologies at our summit. You're going to be blown away. <laughs> <laughs> Just You'll be prepared. I can tell you that. This is Nina uh, Parikh, who's the director of the Mississippi Film Office and, and a good friend of the show. I look forward to chatting with you again soon, Nina. Thank you, Ricky. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.